Welcome to Resonant Frequencies. I'm your host, CB. All right, let's get things started off in space. So NASA's James Webb Space Telescope, which is the agency's successor to the famous Hubble Telescope, it launched on December 25th uh, last year, and it's on a mission to study the earliest stars and peer back farther into the universe past than ever before. Webb made a 29-day trip to its observing spot, uh, which is Lagrange Point 2, or L2, which is located about 1 million miles away from Earth uh, on the side opposite the Sun. It is the largest and most powerful space telescope ever launched. Each of the 18 segments of the primary mirror is plated in a shiny but ultra-thin layer of gold. If left in launch position, they would act as an individual telescope uh, with images that would be fuzzy and unclear. But once aligned, the mirror segments will act as one giant mirror that is 21.3 feet across and is the largest ever in space. NASA has estimated that it could take up to 120 days after launch for Webb's mirror alignment work to be complete. The telescope has now taken exceptional images of an unexceptional star as a test of its capabilities. The star known as HD8... 4406 is 100 times fainter than what can be seen with the human eye. The star itself is of little interest. Lovely though its image is. Instead, astronomers are captivated by the spray of tiny dots scattered across the background. Each is a distant galaxy and this is the first time we've ever been able to capture them. Lee Feinberg, Webb's optical telescope element manager at NASA's Goddard Space Flight Center said, I'm happy to say that the optical performance of the telescope is absolutely phenomenal. It is really working well, and the performance is as good, if not better, than our most optimistic prediction. So let's move it on to world news. So currently, as you're all aware, there's a terrible war going on right now between Russia and Ukraine. Um, it's dominated a lot of the world news, and rightfully so. That being said, I'm going to try and balance my coverage so as not to focus on it too much but also make sure to bring you any important updates. Russia's lead negotiator says talks with Ukraine will resume on Monday, but in its current state, the draft for an agreement doesn't warrant a meeting between the country's presidents. Reports have gone out that Russian media channels have been hacked and are now displaying footage from the war. Um, and so this is something that the citizens of Russia previously haven't really had access to um and i believe that the hopes behind this is that it you know will spark more anti-war protests something that russia has been very vigilant on cracking down on there's been some wild videos um of, of people just out in their square and and talking to reporters and even if they say something positive about the war they're they're getting pulled out in handcuffs um there's also some reports coming in of mass graves and an abundance of war crimes. So there, there's actually calls for investigations on that. Um, so we'll just have to see. I could go on about this topic, but hopefully there's going to be some more positive news next week. So I'm just going to kind of leave, leave that there. So for the United States, we've actually got three big stories that I'd like to cover. 
Um, the first is that the House actually uh, did some work recently. They voted Thursday to approve some legislation that would limit cost sharing for insulin under private health insurance and Medicare. The vote was 232 to 193. The Affordable Insulin Now Act would cap insulin prices at either $35 a month or 25% of an insurance plan negotiated price, whichever is lower. The legislation would take effect in 2023, but its fate in the Senate still remains unclear. The second thing the House did um, was they voted with a slim bipartisan majority to federally decriminalize marijuana, finally. Um, the vote was 220 to 204. Republicans Tom uh, McClintock of California, Brian Mast, and Matt Gates, both of Florida, joined the majority of Democrats in supporting the bill. The bill, sponsored by Democratic Rep. Jerry Nadler of New York, will prevent federal agencies from denying federal workers security clearances based on cannabis use and will allow the Veterans Administration to recommend medical marijuana to veterans living with post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, this, in addition to gaining revenue by authorizing a sales tax on marijuana. So best believe they're going to get their money. <laughs> The bill also expunges the record of people convicted of nonviolent cannabis offenses, which is super important because, yeah, I'd be super unhappy if I was sitting in jail for something that uh, <laughs> they had they legalized. So um, the third thing is Amazon workers at a warehouse in Staten Island, New York, voted to unionize, which is a first for Amazon. And it's a, kind of a stunning win for the grassroots campaign, which was actually um, led by a former Amazon employee. So the votes were 2,654 that voted for the union and 2,131 against. Uh, the ballots were cast in person over five days. Roughly 8,000 workers were eligible to vote. Um, and the workers who Pick and package items for customer orders at the facility. They are now being represented by the Amazon Labor Union, um, which was started by uh, Christian Smalls, and he was a former Amazon employee that was fired uh, in March of 2020. So it's really encouraging to see uh, some unionization efforts there and just people starting to stand up for themselves against the... Uh, rampant corporate greed that has been besieging America for quite a while now. All right, bringing it on into Huntsville. So Huntsville is finally getting an amphitheater. Um, today, typically, you know, for a lot of shows, you'll have to go to Nashville or Atlanta, but we're going to get to enjoy artists from the comfort of our own city. So we're getting the Orion Amphitheater um, it's set to hold 8,000 people, and um, currently they have the opening for this May, and already on the lineup they've got Leonard Skinner playing on May 20th, they've got Neil deGrasse Tyson coming on June 8th, and the Black Crows for June 16th. Moving on to weather, so for this week we're looking at mid-70s, partially cloudy on Monday. We've got some rain coming in on Tuesday, and we're looking at potential thunderstorms for Wednesday. So after those thunderstorms on Wednesday, it looks like the weather's going to drop. We're going to get some sun back, but uh, we're looking at mid-50s for the rest of the weekend, um, maybe starting to climb up a little bit that Sunday. All right, so crypto. I know everybody's got their 
own beliefs on crypto. For me personally, I got into it when I realized how corrupt the stock market was during the whole GameStop fiasco. And that was compounded by the endless government spending our country has been participating in. So whether you are a Bitcoin maxi or you're all in on altcoins, everybody has their own opinions. For me personally, I'm stacking Cardano, XRP, and Solana. And I plan to eventually get some Chainlink and Bitcoin. However, at the beginning of all these episodes, I'm going to start by giving the current price of Bitcoin because it stands as a good reference for the rest of the market. So at the time of this episode uh, recording, Bitcoin's coming in at $45,900. So we're starting to look a little bit more bullish recently. Grayscale released a new fund for smart contract platforms outside of Ethereum. Uh, Cardano holds 24.6% of the weighting, Solana with 24.3%, and the next highest being Avalanche at 17%. Uh, You may ask why I'm not looking to purchase Ethereum currently, and for me it's because Solana and Cardano have more upside potential with each of them having unique advantages. Uh, Cardano being a fully functional proof-of-stake blockchain with a methodical white paper trail. And you got uh, good old Charles Hoskinson at the wheel of that. Um, And so we know that slow and steady can win the race. So that's why I'm kind of leaning towards Cardano on that. They've been very methodical so far. Um, However, if you want speed, you got Solana. So Solana takes the prize there they've got uh, 60,000 transactions per second that's what it's rated for which is currently faster than visa Um, and it's also reported to be able to hit up to 400,000 transactions per second when they were testing their node architecture so that's that's wild Um, and as far as the other one I'm stacking uh, it's XRP from Ripple Labs definitely want to keep your eye on and there's some shady stuff going on with the whole SEC lawsuit but it might be a good idea to uh, stack it while it's low here's a positive story for you guys so food waste makes up about 25% of all material in landfills more than any other single source of waste. And when it rots, it's a leading cause of greenhouse gas emissions. Uh, so Leah, and I'm going to butcher this name, Lizarondo launched 4112foodrescue.org in 2015, and they did that to redirect food from waste stream directly to households and nonprofits. To make that pivotal connection, she created an app that gives volunteers pickup locations and delivery destinations so they can jump in their car and close the gap between the food surplus and those who need it. The app, Food Rescue Hero, is now used by a growing team of 25,000 volunteers uh, and they drive in 15 cities. Together with 800 food retailers, they have turned more than 70 million pounds of surplus into nearly 57 million meals and mitigated more than 30 million pounds of CO2. So that's absolutely amazing. You talk about a win top to bottom, you know, you're reducing the waste, you're also helping people in need. Um, It's absolutely amazing. All right, guys, so here's a fun fact. So astronaut is a compound word derived from two ancient Greek words, astro meaning star and not meaning sailor. So astronaut literally means star sailor. I thought that was interesting.
All right, so here's the comedy segment. This is uh, maybe a little dirty, but whatever. Yes, <laughs> you get you're gonna get a, a basket of stuff with me. So this is actually a joke my uh, my buddy Trevor told me from work. So there was a sperm that was running around in a panic trying to find the egg. He's like, man, I gotta get to the egg. I gotta get to that egg. And he ran across three other sperm that were sitting down, hanging out, and asked him. He said, "Hey guys, look, man, y- y'all seen the egg? I'm I'm trying to find this egg." One of the sperm looked up and said to the other sperm, "Y'all want to tell him?" They just shook their head and hit the blunt. He looked back at the sperm that was out of breath, still panicked, and said, "Bro, you're in a sock." <laughs> All right, and uh, so here we go. An inspirational quote. What this power is, I cannot say. All I know is that it exists and it becomes available only when a man is in the state of mind in which he knows exactly what he wants and is fully determined not to quit until he finds it. And that quote is from Alexander Graham Bell. And last but not least, here is my recommended song. So it's Club to Death and also going to butcher this, Curayamino Variation, um, but if you search it on Spotify, it'll pop up. You'll probably type in Club to Death and it'll pop right up. So this is actually the scene from The Matrix where Neo is walking uh, and he gets distracted by the girl in the red dress. All right. Thank you, guys. That's the first episode of Resonant Frequencies. 20 hertz. We're just going up from here. Um, I can't thank you enough. Thanks for tuning in, and I will catch y'all next time.